Hey guys, Wolf here. So, uh, when we recorded episode 97, I was watching, uh, the dog at my parents' house, so I had to bring my, like, basically the USB mic and all that stuff and over, and so, but when I was doing the recording, I was kind of, I felt rushed, and so what ended up happening was I didn't check what mic source was being used on Audacity, so, um, the recording used my laptop mic instead of my, uh, snowball mic, which, uh, resulted in really bad audio quality. Discord still used uh, my like my mic, so when on the stream for the discussion, it will have a higher quality, but it, it was like, you know, higher volume because it wasn't balanced properly, so I I went through and edited this episode. Uh, the discussion will have a higher quality and hopefully the volume issue won't be too bad, but the intro only has the uh, laptop mic, so uh, apologies for the bad quality here uh, in this episode, especially in the intro. Uh, I have since disabled my laptop mic, so it will never happen again. But uh, yeah, apologies again, and I uh, hope you still enjoy. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marvel sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Jared. And I'm Marvel Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we are deciding to switch personalities for the uh, intro, so bear with me as I am trying to be uh, your Marvel Guy. So, we got quite an episode for us today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a uh, the a little bit more of the ending of Marvel Marvel 1, just to see kind of some last thoughts, especially with our guest who's going to be with us today. Uh, we're also going to cover some of the track designs in RML especially with race two specifically since that's the more recent race and then we're going to also discuss a recent letter from the founder the creator of the hornets uh, on their thoughts of their team being retired so yeah i feel like i just didn't i actually i just talked so fast i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh uh, man i guess uh, uh <laughs> this is really different uh i guess talking about things in my life uh I got vaccinated for COVID uh, a few days ago. The symptoms were quite strong for me personally, but like uh, after that first 24 hours, it was pretty smooth sailing. So I'm feeling good now that I'm vaccinated and safer from the virus. Uh, and I, I can actually be more uh, in public because like they actually changed CDC guidelines to where like if you are fully vaccinated, you can like, and not in a, a very big group, you can actually take your mask off in public. It was when you're outside. So, you know, more freedom and, and it helps you with the ability to travel. So that's all good. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, Brennan, what about you? How is, uh, I guess, <laughs> you getting mean Marvel guy? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, my Marvel God. guy, getting was... stories for us? That was interesting to hear you try to put on the marble for um for a couple of seconds there. Um, put on the marble. That's uh, write that down. Write that down for me. Um, we're trying to get back into the write that downs. I know we've been slacking off on that for the last twenty episodes, but um yeah, guys, that's Waff when he tries to be me. And um well, how do I how do I be Waff? How like I I, I physically don't know uh, except for like saying and I'm Commander Waff. Um. I don't know. I don't know how to be Waff. 
but um, uh, I hope you enjoyed that little weird idea we had. By the way, uh, you reminded me, I actually am going to reach out to the Hornets and see if we can get him to guest on in the future and talk about what he feels about this, because I feel talking about these problems within JMR as much as possible is important if we get a different perspective every time instead of just repeat the things each time. So I want to talk to the Hornets, uh, see how he feels, and we're going to talk about it today um, as well. So um stuff in my life is mother's day coming up guys tomorrow you, you guys gotta appreciate your mothers all right your mothers be rick o'shaying all around trying to do things for you huh see what it, did you see what it did there what? come on man stop, stop playing they rick they throughout their lives they rick o'shay about trying to make sure that you their kid or child or whatever are safe and cared for so you need to rick o'shay down to the stoa and buy them some flower buy her sorry them her some flowers or something like that so uh definitely take care for your mom's on mother's day love your mom on mother day um i i got my mom something i have to i'll have to write out a little card i hate writing cards i hate writing cards so much because like it's like cards you can only say the positive shit <laughs> That's really why. And, and I love my mom. I, I love, there's a lot of positive things to say. But like, I don't know. I'm a very realistic kind of guy. And when I talk, I present positives and negatives. So doing a card where it's just like all the good things and all the sappy, lovey things is always a little tough for me. For anything, not just for Mother's Day, for all occasions. Um, but uh, but yeah, I went down today and I bought a card and you could, you, <laughs> it was a lot of last minute husbands standing there too, stressed out, trying to buy their cards because they're uh, day before Mother's Day. Um, so that was, that was funny to see. And there's a line was so long to check out. Um, but I got a card, I got a card, just like a simple one, one that was a, left a lot of room for me to do the writing. I, I hate, I hate cards that like try to write it for you. I really do. Um, just like the, all this stuff in there is so like general and meaningless and like I don't know I don't even know why people like those cards because like they how do they not know that there's like a mil there's like not a million but dozens of other people at the same time reading the same exact words I mean right so I don't know I like to write I like to write put my own little touch on the cards um instead of just letting them be uh g generic you know mm. anyway yeah I, I I definitely yeah that's to your point I, I really thought about that but yeah it is kind of but I guess that's why all my cards like, like my my grandparents and whatnot send me like they always like write their own message on top of it so like you know like yeah if you're getting your uh your mother a card definitely write something special instead of just like having the generic message if you can uh uh yeah I think that's about if, if that's all we got uh that's how let's uh transform over to Jenny Marble with this week's news. Yeah, we have no news this week. It's great, you know. Wait, we have news? We have... Oh, you're sliding me a piece of paper. Okay. Well, here we go. Hello, Marble Spots fans! I am Johnny Marble here with MSW, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. 
While we're waiting for Marble League 2021 to get underway, the teams had a practice race in the sand. This race was quite unusual, as an insect actually blocked the ghost marble from opening the gate, and a beetle ended up bringing Yelly to a stop for a brief moment. There were also some big surprises from the racers as well, with Indy from the Indigo Stars using the lower lane to go from the middle of the pack to the top three. There was a lot of back and forth between the racers, and in the end, Indy took first, followed by Rojo Uno in second, and Momomomomomo in third. And on top of this exciting race, a new team was announced to fill the spot left by the merger of the Bumblebees and Hornets. And that team is the Solar Flares. It'll be interesting to see how this new team does once the 2021 qualifiers begin. So make sure you don't miss it. Well, I've been Johnny Marble. You have been the best fans in the world. Let's kick it back and continue now with the podcast. The news has been given by our favorite Johnny Marble. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing us the news. We know that you will never let us down. We know that you'll never roll us into the ground. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Roll with the marble. Okay. You guys. I, I'm not even going to lie. I thought you were doing like uh, a, a Rick roll for a second there. Oh, you thought I was. That's <laughs> what I thought, I thought oh, it sounded like you were starting. I will totally do that to bring us back. And never going to. Never going to high jump you up. Never going to roll you down. No. I don't know. There's something there. Okay. Anyways, we're we're doing Marble Sports Talk, guys. We're going to talk Hornets. We're going to hit the mailbag first today. We only got one email, and it's about the subject of the Hornets. Um, we do have a couple other emails, but they're trivia questions, so those will end up coming up in the trivia segment later on the episode. But before we do that, we have a special guest. We have a guest that hasn't been on in over 50 episodes. Um, he is always a pleasure to have on the show, always very insightful about marble sports. Welcome to the show, Bill Frosby. Hello. I'm I'm finally back. I crawled out of a cave. I was lost in there for a year. I starved. Dude. I was eating rocks, but now I'm back. <laughs> Man, eating rocks. Dude, that's like eating marbles. Been, basically yeah, yeah i was sanded yet <laughs> thrown down into the fubica cave oh, uh, oh that, I don't even say that. Well, at least it wasn't the mnh cave yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, at least it wasn't the uh what's worse than mnh I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Here. I didn't come here to trash people. I just came here to have a good time and talk about marbles and marble things. Fair enough. Fair enough. Then we will. Keep fair it, enough. We will keep it positive for as long as long as we don't mention M and H. It will be as positive as can be. With that being said, uh, Bill Frosby, anything changed for you, Marble Sports Wise, that you want to mention? Because you know it's been a long time, and we and you're not a first time guest, so we're not going to hit you with the badly synced. How did you get into Marble Sports? But just mm-hmm. like your experience in Marble Sports, because it's been it's been about a year. Let's be honest. Has yeah. it has it changed at all? I mean, that's the question. Has it uh, changed at all? <laughs> let me check. I'm still a Green Ducks fan. Fair. That's a I'm good still fan an, to be. I'm still an Oceanics fan. I was very happy that they finally won something. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they won that uh, special tournament they did, the winner one. That was really impressive. Uh, and I'm, and that, that, I was uh, very happy to be an Oceanics fan for once. Mm. 
Um, what else? Uh, I'm really, <laughs> uh, needless to say, it's hard to be a Limers fan still. So, uh, hey, listen, we roll, we roll through, man. Eventually, keep... Bill, I feel that the Limers will eventually. We have to, we have to turn around sometime. It's like playing the slot machine, you just yeah. gotta keep putting quarters into it, and eventually, something will happen. <laughs> or we'll leave broke. One of the two things will happen. I just hope for the first one. Our spirits will be broke. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. All right. Other than that, I really don't have, like, big marble things, uh, big marble sports thing. I've just been, like, watching and paying attention to everything. Uh, I enjoyed Marbula 2, uh, Marbula 1, Season 2, mm. rather. I didn't enjoy it as much as the first season, but that's due to the fact that like it was a Crazy Cat's Eye Runaway. Right. Uh, I probably enjoyed it more than like other people because the only team that was actually competing with them score wise was the Ducks every yeah. time. So like if anything, I was like probably the only Ducks fans were probably the only people that could root and like have a small hope that they could come back and win. While everyone else was just like, Yeah, Cats won, so let's see if we can get second. So yeah, so you must have felt really annoyed when the Savage Beaters ended up finishing second. <laughs> you don't know how annoyed I am to see the Savage Beaters finish anywhere on a podium. <laughs> I, I just I, I just found it. I laughed. I sat there and I swear to God, I laughed when I saw the Savage Beaters still find a way to be relevant, even when they were getting completely shut out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very upsetting. Very upsetting. Hey, it is I thought the Rangers were my least favorite team, but uh, Savage Speeders have quickly become that team for me. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, uh... All right. Well, um, Bill Frosby, thank you for briefing us on your uh, last year of Marvel Sports changing um but with that being with that being understood guys we're gonna get into today's uh email and the hornet situation then we're actually gonna circle back and and, and hit again on some of the opinions frosby had about marbula one um before we uh, end with some other stuff so uh, uh we actually we actually have two emails uh richard just sent us one and, oh, so, and yes yeah, so maybe read that one first because then the next one will lead into our discussion point Okay, yeah, okay. So let's let's touch on something later, and then we'll get to the big discussion point. So Richard sends an email. Thank you, by the way, Richard. By the way, did I me did I mention? I just dropped my iPad on my computer and it clicked the button. Okay, did I mention that you can email us at mswpodcast at gmail .com? Waff, Did I mention that? No, you did not. <laughs> well, let me mention it again. mswpodcast at gmail .com. If you email that email. What happens, I'm going to tell you what happens, is that the text that you email in that email gets sent by Wi-Fi or some shit to us at the email. We can then take wow. the words that you say and speak them on the podcast and react to them so you can send us anything about marbles, about your life, about our lives. If you know about our lives, that's weird. Um, about Bill Frosby's life. He could be doing some stuff we don't know. Um, uh -huh. Anything. Email us. If you know about Dion and what he does oh. when he's not ruining a large Marble Sports <laughs> channel, you can email us about that, too. Uh, maybe on the side, he, like, ruins some car racing. <laughs> okay, so on the, on the side, he also kicks I, puppies. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, what did I think? So I thought the same <laughs> joke and didn't say it out loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, guys, we got to... <laughs>
I mean, in truth, if I'm going to be negative about something on this podcast, I try to keep it relatively positive, or at least if the like pseudo negative, where like I yell about something that I still like. But Dion, come on, man, it's negative. Anyway, let's read the emails. I think I said the email a couple times. MSWpodcast at gmail.com. But let's let's read the email. So Marble knocking off the track is the subject of Richard's email. And he says, a one-liner, he says, what should the ruling be if a Marble knocks his opponent off the track? I'm going to let you guys answer this first because I have probably a controversial opinion on this. So I'm going to let, I'm going to waff and Frosby take this one first. Uh, I guess I'll start us off. Uh, personally, I think just let it ride. Like, if, like, cause like, I mean, like, if it falls off, it's, it's a mixture of the track probably not being designed well enough to keep him on, but also because, like, I mean, like, we saw that that happen in Marbula E, and then they just let that go. Like, like we're, like, like Envision Virgin Racing, like, very clearly launched. Like, what was it, like, a... I can't remember who it was. It was the red team. Like, that's, they launched them right off the track, and they just let them keep going. So, like, I mean, like, honestly, I kind of think it's fine to let you go. Like, I guess it, 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 it's just exciting to me. Mm. Mm. That's fair. Brosby, what do you think? Oh, everything in me wants to say, let it, let it stay, let uh, it because it's exciting. Uh, but then, but then the question is, uh, if you were to create repercussions for it, what would those be? You know, because it's true. not like it's not like they purposely do it. It's in the heat of the moment. They're trying to get a better position or something, you know, some, you right. know, watching a lot of, you know, real racing and stuff. It's, it's, it's always debatable who had the better position into the curve and stuff. Mm, it's yeah. not always straightforward who did what, you know, and sometimes the person who's on the outside has the actual, the better position. So therefore, if someone tries to cut on the inside, even though they're taking an inside lane, if they wipe out because the other person had an ideal position, they're at fault, even though they were taking like an inside lane. Right, right. You know, it's all subjective, I guess. I guess you would just need a clear sign, but it's not like, I don't think we've ever really seen that besides for the example you gave. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I go one step further in this, and I say that that's, that's, that's a hard question for me to even hear read because when I think marble racing, collisions between marbles and that kind of action where marbles get knocked off the track, where marbles get knocked around, is by definition, a part of marble sports. You cannot have marble racing. You cannot have marble sports without collision between marbles. We Chaos Theory works in there somewhere, um, Marble Chaos Theory. But there, the only time I would say that this question is even worth being raised is if the point of the event is to keep the marble separated. Like, for example, five-meter sprint. If a marble jumps into the other lane and knocks another marble out, then that's a problem. And I think that yeah. a, a lane jump, then we could talk about this question. But if you're talking Marbula 1, if you're talking a track which is set up so that marbles can collide, so that marbles can interact with each other, then colliding and knocking a marble off the track, while normally accidental, even if purposeful, that's... The, the the one marble using the tools at hand, using the track that was given to perform to the best of his own abilities. And that's the other marble who's knocked off the track being inexperienced enough to al allow himself to be 
entered into a position that he cannot control his movements um, or uh, control a situation where he might get knocked towards the edge of the track. So I think, especially since it's a pretty rare occurrence, um, usually once every few races at, at most, I would say it's totally legal. It's totally perfect. It's totally part of what marble racing is. And you know what? If you get knocked the tr off the track, it just sucks. It just sucks. And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, but it's not like there shouldn't be no ruling where it's like, oh, well, you 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 can't do that. Um, unless, of course, you're supposed to not knock into the marbles like you have lanes um, like in, in five meter sprints. So that would be my opinion on that. Um, I'm sure other people would probably within role play or without a role play, doesn't matter, would probably disagree and say, you know, that knocking off the track is too far. But um, listen, marble sports is new. It's open to opinion. So. All right, thank you for that email, though. I appreciate it. Uh, simple, I, short email, but oh, a good question. I do have a question, actually. Sure. So I do not have a problem with marbles colliding because, like Brendan said, it's part of the it's part of the race, right? It makes it exciting. It adds elements of chance and random, and it makes it exciting, right? Right, right. But <laughs> have you watched Qualifier? And you know how they drop them in twos? Yeah. Have you seen that early, the first one, slow down to the point that's actually caused a collision with the back marble, who might have been on a fast pace? <sighs> what are your thoughts on that? That's rough. That's a rough question. I, yeah, I, I didn't like that. Like, it's like, like that was very clearly like just not good. Like, like sometimes they're like, like the marbles, like just they fell off. Like they, they didn't space them properly. Like if if they didn't if they couldn't fit on there, they could have just like you know like did like a cut. Where like they like someone went in to grab the marble like 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 only put like half the team half of the racers on the belt, and then like once they got through that first half, they would then like cut to like and like show like the current standings, and then while that's happening, like they're being like the new set is being put on the conveyor belt, and then they come back and we just do the next half. Like I think like, that's what they did for like I think qualifiers and marble league events. So I don't see why we can't just do that here. I think the answer to that question is. Um... I can apply what I just said to it. The point of the qualifiers is to singularly, at least the first section, is to singularly race and put up a time that is based off a single marble moving through the track as quick as possible. In my opinion, collisions in the qualifiers are a negative. So JMR not making sure that doesn't happen or rerunning in those situations. Mm -hmm. Um I don't really agree with that. There is a tough thing on JMR, though, because to rerun in those situations, you could get different results. But I think JMR should be taking all precautions to make sure that there is no contact between marbles. Space them out a couple extra seconds um, so that it's super rare. Um, or just make a flat ruling. Like, space it out so much where it's like, okay, if the back marble catches up to the front marble, that means the front marble made a huge mistake. But then again, that front marble could then affect the back marble's time. So that's really hard. Um, but... And that's why I think, honestly, I would rather see a split-screen qualifier where they do one marble at a time, but show the the a, in a split-screen the two marbles going, so like one on the left and the right, so they're by themselves, but you see two at a time to make the video faster, which makes a lot of sense, by the way, but um, for another time. But that's, that's a nebulous area. I would say I don't like when marbles collide in the qualifiers. Yeah, I think I think I think on Bill, how do you feel about it? Well, 
I, I agreed. I I would get very upset when I was watching the qualifiers and I would see that that first marble like slide back so far. And it was a combination of two things, too. When it happened, it was the first marble was slower than normal. And the second marble mm-hmm. was paced for like a purple run. You know, it was going to get like a top four time. Uh, so the fact those two things then combine and causes either the marble to get passed or they collide and causes that back one to like slow down. Right. Um, the way they handled it, which was they just let it continue and then just placed them however they did it. And I think it happened only four or five times. And I think in those four or five times, it ended up really not hurting the marbles in the back that much. Uh, but it could. It figuratively mm. could. And I always remember thinking out loud to myself, I was just like, why don't they just space them more? Yeah. It doesn't right. hurt them that much. And I always thought, they should have done what you said, which is you put half the teams on the thing on the belt, and then you just do it. And then you just after they're all done, you clear the belt and you put the other half on. That way, you won't ever have a problem with them like running into each other, and you can space them out so you won't have a problem with them running into each other. Simple solutions. It's just the belt is the solution. Just space them on the belt and do two, two like groups. Yep, agreed. I agree. I agree. Um... Thank you, thank you for uh, bringing that question up. It was a good one. Um, so anyway, let's go to the next email. Fantasy results in bitter ending, right in by Adu. By the way, just to put it out there, uh, I ended in 41st place with 820 points. Like I said, my expectation as a Marvel Sports podcaster and possibly connoisseur is is to expect a top 10 finish, a top 10% finish, sorry. Um, and that would have been within 28. So I wasn't far, but I did um, undercut expectations, so I'm a little disappointed. Um, I think Waff, I'll find Waff's here. I think he did, unfortunately, a little bit even worse. 89th. 89th. Yeah, so... Yep. Uh, I, I had a great point saw, though. I, was right, I calculated 115 points in my in the last race, the highest point saw I had had all season. Right. And I... So I, I definitely saved me from finishing in bottom in, in the top 100 at least. So hey, yeah, at least you're at least you're in that top 100. Uh, Frosby, did you participate? Uh, I didn't. I don't think I participated in season two just because I wasn't like paying as much attention uh, at this time. Mm. But I'm not sure if I've been on since season one, since the finishing of the first one. But I ended up winning that. Oh, you uh, won the first season. I wow. I took second, but the person, but the person who beat me, legit, all they did was they they created a they typed the command for the league, and they then never said a single message on JMR after that. But they ended up creating like the winning team. So I had second, but since the first person was never around to like claim the win, I ended up taking. That's right. First. What was the prize? So I ended, Free merch? So I ended up taking first uh, in the first season. That's awesome. What did you get for that? I got a poster, a Green Ducks poster, which is in my room. Nice. Listen, if you, you cannot knock a Green Ducks poster, especially the expert artwork of uh, of Jack Ironhide side. No, Jack Ironhide. I love the poster, so I'm very thankful. I'm just glad. It's crazy that I ended up – so how I predicted my stuff for that first season is, if you guys remember, I did that whole – statistic track where i tracked all the speeds of mm. all the marble teams throughout all the marble league seasons i just fun. tracked speed events and my idea was to find the fast five fastest teams on just pure speed events and then predict them in order of how they did and i ended up predicting all five of the top five teams in season one through that stat tracker I, the only thing i got wrong was i thought the hazers were going to be the savage speeders but other than that i had legit everything almost perfect to a t 
So awesome, awesome. The power oh of stats, God. I guess. Power <laughs> of stats, indeed. Guess who I'm going to be talking to when I talk about the fantasy league for uh, Marble League 2021. Yeah. Um, you think I'm kidding, Frosby? You're going to get some. DMs no, I'm. I'm expecting a message. Oh, yeah. yeah, you are. You you better be expecting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, uh, uh, pinkies, uh, oceanics. If, if you tell uh, me pinkies, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna block you. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, no, but we'll we'll talk about that. Um, I'm planning to do a uh, a podcast collab between us and Let It Roll for the picking of our fantasy. So we're all gonna be mm. there talking. Um, I might even throw you back inside the show here on the show for that one as well just to get everybody's all their amazing opinions out there and when we make our our picks because I'm, I'm really excited for this season but um we got to mm-hmm. go on to this next email so um we're, on, we're in the email but uh, let's read about their fantasy so edu says i ended the m1 fantasy league high reaching 77th overall with 756 points not bad this se- this season closer was my peak with a full podium and 119 points very awesome but what do you think about the farewell letter from the Hornets? Link in the server. Yep, I see it. Was it too harsh and overreaction, or is that just what the message needed to be? I understand the rage, especially how the decision was badly communicated and that we still have no clear explanation, but I think it's too aggressive towards the channel after some reflection. Fair enough, ado, and this is what I'm going to do, ado, and for you guys and all the other people listening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the – I have it right here. And we're going to read it out loud. So everybody listening is going to get to hear exactly what he said um, verbatim. All right. And then you guys and us in our reactions on the show will respond to what we think about it. Um, based on how I – I'm going to try to be unbiased to this. You know I'm, I've had a lot of problems with Dion of late but uh, uh, and JMR. But I'm going, to, I'm going to try to be unbiased and just read it. So farewell from the Hornets. Here we go. So you may have heard uh, – this is, this is all them talking, by the way. So this is their words. So you may have heard now, but our team got retired. We found out through outer sources that it was due to our lack of popularity and bad results. We are beyond disappointed not only by Jill's Marble Run's decision, but their behavior and attitude about this. It seems like nobody, nobody thought twice about that, and they clearly saw no need to inform us about it. So we don't even have to find out via some random... Uh, so we don't... Oh, meaning that they... Okay, so we don't have to find out via some random Reddit post, meaning they found out... That's how they had to find out. Oh, and the whole yeah. idea for the merging with our rivals, hats off. Even an evil mastermind couldn't have thought of something more humiliating as an end to our adventure here, which unfortunately sums up the whole situation perfectly. Two years ago, we won the fan team contest. ex Um And with it, the right to be part of the JMR universe and tournaments. However, we didn't realize back then is that the whole privilege means that we'll we'll get invited to the next three events in which we did well in one and bad in two. Um, I'd hold off on well, guys, please. Then we'll <laughs> then we'll get completely annoyed for the next two events and then force us to retire with not even a heads up because this is how prizes are. They expire quickly. No one thinks twice about the commitment they made two years ago. Now and then they're the, uh, now and today are the only important things. The level of immaturity and inadequate management have made us quite regretful of ever being part of JMR, where the people in charge clearly do not care one bit for anybody investing time or energy into this whole Marvel fandom, since clearly the fan base is here for decoration and to provide extra funds for more videos. Despite the absolute lack of respect from JMR, we would still like to take a moment here to thank our fans who got us this far. You guys were behind us in good 
and bad, mostly bad, and you've been nothing but supportive. We could never repay your kindness. You've given us this incredible opportunity to compete here, and we'll never forget it. We'll sorry for every bad event you've had to endure, and we hope that you'll remember us fondly. From all of us here at the Hornets Marble Team, thank you for sticking with us during these past two years, and farewell. All right. All right. Uh, that was... A lot in there, a lot in there for sure. Um, and I'm going to start by confirming something, and that is that this decision to retire the Hornets was Dion's and nobody else's, correct? Or is it? Uh, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, not, yeah, actually, so I'm confirming. I want you to confirm the right facts. So, uh, no, no, it was a decision that every like the, that the that the JMRC at the time they were making that decision to retire to, but they weren't going to use the word retire, of course. Like they were like. That was a decision that they were working on together. What Dion did was he made the announcement without telling anybody. Yeah. So, like, like that, so that's what Dion did. Like he, like he just didn't communicate or actually confirm with anybody when to do it. He just kind of did it on his own. But like it, it was going to happen, it, no, no matter what. A retirement or a, a just a break because it seems like some I, people I, it, wanted it would have been, been a some it, people wanted it to be a retirement. It would have been a break. It would not have been. It would not have been called retirement because uh, if you remember, uh, Yella hates um, referring to it as retirement because that implies that they can never come back, right. which is not what he wants to do. Okay. So I mean, I've watched enough sports to know retired people can come back. Yeah. <laughs> right, but like, like uh, Yella personally just doesn't like it. They don't want to retire a team because you know maybe one day they bring them back. They're marble, so they don't really have an end date. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go first in this one. Here's what I think. I did want to add one thing, Brendan, okay. when you were reading that. You may remark when they said they did well in one event and in, on their first thing, they did well in one and then band two. And you're like, well, I wouldn't say well. That was in Showdown they were talking about. And they ended up, that well was a gold. So okay, well, showdown. they had a, a gold in like two bats. But that was to, that was basically our first sign of the Hornets. And do remember, the other fan-created team was the Turtle Sliders at the exact same time. Indeed. And they had like, three 16 finishes so the hornets actually look like a positive fan team and that's why more fans were getting behind them okay but so now i'm gonna you, i'm gonna say something controversial yeah. here and say that doing well in showdown doesn't mean a lot to me uh it doesn't it just does not and um great that they did well in showdown great that they got golden showdown but my personal perspective on marvel sports is doing well in showdown is like lord of the flies okay like it's it's not it's not it's great for you as a team but i don't care because i don't like it, it's not nearly the same level of competition as um marble league qualifiers and especially marble league itself people are not going to like me for that there are there are there are definitely people listening who are not going to like me to say that but and I'm open to hearing your guys' arguments as to why I shouldn't have that perspective. I'm totally open and willing to even change my mind if I hear a good perspective. You can email in or tell me or yell at me, whatever. You can call me. You can hate me. But that's my current perspective on it. So that's why I said let's hold off on on saying that because I don't want to like I want I don't want to compare the the well you did in one event as an equal footing to the bad you did in the other two, which would be Marble One and Marble League. So. Um, that's what I'd say. That's controversial, but moving on. So that that was actually the first thing I was going to bring up, that before I meant think tell what I think about the decision of JMR, I do want to mention that we should not forget that the Hornets were really a bad team. Um, once they got out of showdown, once they had their uh, beginner's luck glory or whatever you want to call it, they sucked. 
They were a bad team. They really did not look like they belong. They they look worse than the Limers. They literally did look worse than the Limers um, in the two, the Marble One and, and Marble League. So I I just want to be careful there to to be like that they were an up and coming team that may that really did deserve a spot. Now they weren't the worst team, and this is where I get annoyed a little bit because I personally think that. If you win the fan team contest, um, especially if the Turtle Sliders are still in, by the way. So let's not forget that. The Turtle Sliders are still uh, – well, they, they are not removed yet, right? Am I wrong about that? Right. So like, I was looking at it back at the uh, some of the stuff that the JMRC has sent me. Like, confirming, like, uh, they never said, like, uh, at least my talks to them, like, if they had if they had actually talked about merging them with the, the uh, Bumblebees. That might have been a Dion thing, or maybe that was just something they just, they just didn't mention to me. I'm not sure. But uh, in regards to, like, a like, – like with the whole turtle sliders thing, like it was like it was really it was between the two. Like one of them was going to go. I see, I see. And, and, and the army retiring the hornets and not the turtle sliders instead of getting rid of both of them. Like 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 it was like they did like they need they wanted to retire one and both of them hadn't been doing good, but they weren't sure which one to take out. And I, I'm assuming maybe they chose hornets just because they they are very similar to the bumblebees. If I ha- if I had to take a guess, and also that... they may have proven themselves to be bad. While the turtle sliders haven't had a big chance in the starlight right yeah uh, fair enough um my personal take well unfortunately yes true hornets and bumblebees are close so they're probably like well, we got we got to cut one of those out and um but i don't know my perspective is in future fan team co- future fan team contests what should happen is this they should say to you if you win this contest here are the par- parameters to having your team in jmr because having your team in JMR to keep in context with the lore, to satisfy the community, take some, um, unfortunately, luck-based if you go out of roleplay, but take some effort from your team. You should, there should be requirements. Like, you can get, you get two years, or like maybe, not years, more like a number of events. So maybe three to five events, um, tournaments, right? And in those three to five tournaments, you have to maintain a certain average placement or you have to have at least this kind of placement over the course of those five events. And if you don't, then um, retirement, you're going to be on the chopping block for retirement. If that was laid out previously, then there would be less upset because it'd be like, okay, well, our team sucked for those two events and we're on that chopping block. But um, there should be some expectation for performance but that should have been stated as soon as the Hornets were, were taken into the league. That was never stated. It was never like, oh, you get three years tops, you get five years tops, you get at least two years. It was just kind of like, okay, you're here now, and anything can happen. So there should have been more rules stated out. And because Marble Sports is being taken so seriously, and we do pretend like these marbles practice in the offseason and things like that, there needs to be a... Um, like some contract that actually details the kind of performance expected to stay in the league. Um, if you, you know, if you win as a fan team, um, I understand why the Hornets were chosen of the turtle sliders. They're similar to the bumblebees and they're, they're both bad. So they probably figured, well, they're both equally bad, um, in a sense, but, um, the turtle sliders, I mean, the guy who made that is nowhere to be seen in the community, but the Hornets guy is a little bit more active. So they should have taken that a little bit more into account for sure. Um, well, like, go ahead, Wolf. Sorry. Up, like, I think if I'm not mistaken, the reason why the Turtle Sliders uh, creator is not really involved is like is because basically when the team made it in, like they like it was like it was in a way sort of t- kind of taken from them. It's like 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 there's no real mention of like who the who like, the creator anymore whenever the teams are brought up. Like 
like like they don't and they don't have actually any say in like what happens to the teams or something. And I think that's something that um Spark, the creator of the Hornets, uh had was, it was like 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 it was like he was so like upset about finding out the red post because he's like oh well uh, since I'm the creator of this team like you should have like been you know conferring with me like like, like telling me in a personal message like and like I think it was part of it was like like well because it's my team like I should have had like maybe some amount of say or at least just been in communication and I think part of that is because like people that's what people assumed would happen with the fan team contest but the fan team contest never said anything of the sort it just said that like your team will be in in yellow's marble runs it'll be it'll participate in marble league it not that like you will be a part of the jmr team or that you'll have us like you'll be like a, a director or like a coach for your team and like so that like should so. have said that stuff though they should have they should have been more detailed as to what being a fan team meant i know back then it didn't seem like that was necessary but there should have been clear detail as to what is and isn't as a fan team winner, what is expected and what is not as a fan team winner. And um, while you can't really blame JMR for not thinking that far ahead, it, it would have been important. Obviously, the, the, the most of the problem here comes from Dion's kind of knee-jerk reaction to post this um, without talking through it and figuring it out. And if it was up to the JMRC, they probably would have reached out to the guy and talked through it much more calmly. Um, and he, Dion obviously kind of twisted some of the ideas that were were actually being considered the real decision hadn't really been made yet so that really is what caused the real problem and i and i can understand why this guy is upset it it my biggest problem with his message is that he says that the people in charge do not care one bit for anybody when it's really only one who seems to not be really caring about the community is dion and so i would caution yeah. him to say that that was obviously out of anger than it was from um uh you know, of course, but uh, I don't know. I would be, I would, I think he, he, he didn't overreact a little bit in my opinion, because he's saying exactly from what his experience, what he's feeling. He just doesn't have all the information. He's not saying he's not overreacting. He's just not saying factually correct things. So, I mean, like that's, those are different because, you know, I, I don't I, from his perspective, it does look like the whole company organization doesn't care while it's really like, um, not everybody in JMR organization was on the same page, uh, creating these different things. I will say having to merge with rivals was a really bad idea because that doesn't feel good from your perspective. Oh, I hate the yeah. bumblebees. They're my rival. Oh, wait, now I am the bumblebees. Really? That's not. That's not. Great. Yeah, that's. I, and I again, I don't know who like, where that decision came from, but like whoever, regardless of who, whether it be Dion or a member of the JMRC, that was not a good decision. I would say not at all. Um, yeah. So, so I was thinking about it, you know, doing thinking, my put on my putting on my thinking brain. But I was thinking, did when uh, the the fan contest was created, was it even intended to give a fan team control to a person outside of Marble Runs? No, 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 no. The fan team no. contest was like, okay. We want new ideas for teams, or maybe, or like we we want you guys to be involved with coming up for new ideas of the teams. It's kind of the fan teams contest was less about oh we have this team that's now owned by somebody else and more like 
oh, what do you guys think would be an, an, an ideas, good ideas for teams? You know, like, because um, we're going to add some new ones. And you guys vote on what your favorites are, and those teams will be added. The, the Hornets are not owned by the guy who came up with the idea. That was part, that was kind of more implied there. I know it should have been written out in probably more detail, but it was definitely implied there that, that once, once your team won or lost, JMR owns that team. They can do whatever they mm-hmm. want with it. Now, is it bad that they got rid of the Hornets so quickly? Yes, it is. That, that's just bad. That's malintent. That's not good. But they technically, it, there was no, nothing even implying that the, the owner of that team was the guy who created it. And so technically, it's, it should, like, the guy might be overreacting a little bit. But he, he's really upset at the lack of the communication, which is more of an issue than, than, the, um, than the actual uh, rescinding of the Hornets in general. I mean, like, he kind of did create it. Like, he created the, the, like, I don't think, I think the logo might have, like, I don't know if he, like, the, it's not the final logo, but, like, I think they got a general logo design. The name they came up with, and, like, the, the team members' names, if I'm not mistaken, are the same as the ones that they entered into the contest. Like, they, like and the, I think they even picked the marble design as well, like, when they when, when that post was made. Yeah, you get to send your own so, marbles. But this is, dude, you're no, you don't own the team. You you are, you are being lucky, and, and you should look, telling you right now you should look at it like this because don't forget jmr at that point was a huge channel too like five hundred thousand uh subscribers are up and forth like it, they're, they're a huge channel they don't need any help they don't need i mean they use your help a good channel listens to their community and they're before some of the recent events they were doing that a lot and um like, but they don't. They don't need you to own a team. They don't need you to sit down and go through all that work. They're saying we're going to allow you the privilege to maybe get one of your ideas to be featured on our channel. Not that you get to control one of the teams that participates on our channel. And and I think it, it's a huge concession and a huge um, privilege in and of itself to even be able to come up with the idea that might be seen on the channel. So there was there was no implications of owning the team like you get to decide when it retires, you get to decide when it doesn't. It was more like you, you get to you get you get to have an idea that maybe will be featured on the channel if the rest of the community likes it enough. So I I, I think we that needs to be reframed. The perspective on what the fan team contest is needs to be reframed a little bit to that because it is already a huge reward in and of itself for a huge mm-hmm. channel like JMR to take your idea your special snowflake idea and put it on their channel. So I would I would hesitate to 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 stray away and be like, okay, well we came up with the names and I mean like let's be careful about what really was going on here. I'm I mean I was that's why I was kind of getting that with my thought. It was that at the end of the day, the person who created the team, all they were doing was creating a team name, maybe bracers on the team's name, a logo maybe even as well. Okay. Uh, and they're creating those and then they are giving those over to the JMR. And at that point, JMR has full, you know, rights to that team that was created. All that person did was create it. It would be in a sense, no different than say someone creating logos for the teams that JMR found, like someone to create logos. And then say two seasons later, they went and they changed those logos with a different artist, right? Funny that enough, first that artist, did happen. <laughs> exactly. So, but would the first artist, could the first artist go get mad at JMR and be like, hey, I created those logos. You should have came to me and talked to me about replacing those logos because I created Funny them. Funny enough, but, they did. <laughs> and you know what JMR will say? It's our league. It's our marbles. 
we have the final say. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they don't need to go to the person who created them. Does it sting? Yes, pun intended. But uh, yes, it hurts because they created the team. I know if I created a team, right, and then they got cut, it would hurt. It would hurt regardless of JMR talked to me beforehand or afterwards yeah. because it would just hurt because I was a team and like I created. I think at the end of the day, I actually don't, I don't see this as a, a a bad move for JMR in the sense of that single creator because at the end of the day, they don't own it. So JMR can decide to do whatever they want with it. They can cut it. They could retire it. They could keep it going. You know, um, what I see a concern is what the fan favorite is, is a community coming together to vote one and two in this case, uh, marble teams to go into the big leagues, basically. Uh, and that means these teams have natural followings just by default because they were chosen by a community. And then cutting that team chosen by your community and then cutting that team just a couple seasons after they were created is kind of seems like, you know, a not directly but an indirect spit in the face of the community because it's like hey this is the team you guys all work together to create and promote yeah. and vote on yeah. yeah we're just gonna cut it right maybe if i saw the turtle sliders get caught i would be like you know what <laughs> they suck so bad no one can blame you right <laughs> but like hornets actually were competing stuff at the end of the day honestly okay. you guys were talking about the hornets and bumblebees were so close why didn't they cut the bumblebees Bumblebees are a lot better of a team. That's that's a fact. So, yeah, but and they, they have and big of a following. They like second place. Like they don't have as big of a following because no one gives a shit about the Bumblebees. Exactly. More people care for the horns than the Bumblebees. <laughs> so I'm just saying this move was a strictly move on ignoring the community and looking at just let, we're trying to cut off weak parts of the league to make more competitive events. That's what this move tells me. They want to make more competitive events. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't cut the turtle sliders, though, because that would have been the smartest move for competitive, but I digress. I, again, I think it's because it's like it's maybe the redundancy of like the Hornets and the Bumblebees. Uh, I did actually go back and check the original post. Uh, so the the team, all the team members' names, they were the original ones. Like Even like the coach, they were all the ones picked by Spark when he designed the team. Spark did design his own logo, but that one wasn't used. But that's because like they wanted to have a uniform style, so... Like in regard, but also like um, Andrew did mention, like, but the, the lore that they also created with, because like you had to create some lore with your uh, team when you when you post it is was at least before uh, the JMRC was disbanded was a part of official canon. So like they basically they designed the the, the lore for the team, uh, the names for each of the members, the name of the team, and then while they didn't get to have the final logo design, they gave the general idea sort of. Yeah, listen. Listen, here's okay. All right. Uh, first off, to clarify something from earlier, um, the reason the guy, the logo thing I was saying, like, funny enough, they did. Uh, the guy got upset, not based on the changing of logos, but more based on some other stuff, uh, money and stuff like that. So, just wanted to clear that up. Um, but besides that, what I'm seeing here is more like a a consequence of the lack of communication in detail at the start, as well as a consequence of the lack of uh, cohesiveness or just agreement between the JMRC and Dion and, and Jell. So, or Yella. That's what I see. That's why this happened. I think this could have gone much better. 
if there was a better uh, communication and detail about the expectations at the beginning or at or now when that decision was made and how to represent that decision or just talk out that decision. Um, I blame most of the difficulty in this in this area on Dion because he caused that gap and bridge between different JMR staff members. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think JMR is licensed to do whatever the hell they want with their own teams. I do think that. So I think that part of what the Hornets guy is saying is a little bit too much and he doesn't have as much control as he maybe implies that he should but it what a lot of what he says is tangentially correct about the problems with jmr um, around this um so do i think it's i don't yes i do not like this decision but not for the same reasons he doesn't is what I'm saying mm-hmm. more for this reasons of like, yeah, you know what? I mean, by two years from now, you, you two tournaments and you sucked in both tournaments. Maybe we should talk about getting rid of you, but it, what should have happened is they should have been like, Oh, where you guys, you Hornets have sucked. Let's talk to the guy about it. Oh wait, we never give any details about what should happen to bad teams that we might want to get rid of at the beginning of the fan team competition. Oh, that means we should write out some sort of contract and be like, okay, you have one more tournament or two more tournaments to get your act together or you're gone. Or we're going to give it a community vote. Or we're going to have to talk about it as a JMRC and give actual guidelines before action was taken. That's what should have happened. And that's how it should have been dealt with. Dion instinctively just do, making the post he did is why this is such a problem and why I'm really upset about it. So mm-hmm. that that would be yeah. my. Who knows? They wouldn't have done that stuff. You said. Um, it would have been slower and more calculated and more um. A, a more a more sensible conclusion would have been reached if it was just the JMRC's job to figure that one out. In my opinion, and I could be but wrong. Yeah, that's what I. But that's what I was saying. I was saying like all those things you said could have happened. Who's who's to say they wouldn't have happened had Dion not jumped the gun, you know? Right. They, all the things could have happened, but I feel that the JMRC alone would have made more um, community conscious decisions is, is how I want to say mm-hmm. it. Be, meaning that they would have thought more before because it, I'm sure it was in their heads to get rid of the Hornets, but they would have been like, wait, before we do this, Let's think about the perspective of the guy. Let's think about the perspective of the community. Let's think about if we really put any actual guidelines onto what a fan team is. And it would have ended a little bit less rocky, I think. Um, yeah. I feel like also, like, I, you kind of made something, but, like, one part, thing that Spark also didn't, like, I guess, like, is that he just found out through a Reddit post and wasn't talked to. For all we know, maybe the JMRC actually would have reached out to them once they had finally come to the conclusion that they were going mm-hmm. to retire yeah, the Hornets. Point. And... And like, like, so it would have actually been more a more respect thing, possibly. I'm not sure. It may, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But like, the fact of the matter is that like Dion just really ruined everything just by doing, just going behind everybody's backs and just doing it on his own. Agreed. Agreed. But but anyway, um, if anyone else has more thoughts on that, shoot them now. If not, we will move on to the trivia segment. I think I think we covered it all at this point. All right, yeah, so man. let's see if that music is going to play for the trivia segment. Is it going to play? Well, why, don't, why don't you ask Kaysen if it's playing? <laughs> do me. Do me. Do me. Do what I usually do to get us in. Oh, 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 right. Um, is, is the music playing yet, S-Man? Huh? Is it playing yet? Huh? Huh? Is huh? It is it playing? Frosby, why don't you ask? Is the music playing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, that was is ridiculous. It? That will be edited well. Um, anyway. 
Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. I gave silence for the music to play. I hope it's played by now. Let's do the trivia. Um, I'll start us off. Why not? Um, and we'll see where it uh, goes. Um, scrolling up to the trivia, installing for time. Oh, here we go. So Super Yak, a, a yak of supernatural abilities, has emailed in, or not emailed in, discorded in, and gave us a trivia for today. So he says difficulty level hard, and the last one was really tough. So, and that was also rated hard. So we'll see how this goes. Question: Which Marble League athlete has exactly sixty-nine individual nice um, individual points? This is only in the main Marble Leagues, no uh, WML or off-season events. So, so this is just the Marble Leagues, the last five. So, which athlete? So singular Marble name has exactly. 69 points nice hmm. um i guess we we all take a our gander at that one that's a tough one i will go with it's hard it's a hard one cosmo <laughs> Fair enough. oh actually not, not thinking about it like there haven't been like enough like solo oh. events for for, probably for marbles to like just I, so I had to pick one that's actually somewhat decent, maybe. Uh, mm, I mean, I, you know, I'll stick with the Cosmo just for the meme. I, I, oh, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was my yeah. first guess. I'll go with it. All right, this well, one's tough. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... It's legit just randomly guessing, honestly. Well, I mean, I guess if we had if we had good knowledge of how much points are awarded per event, which I kind of am hazy on... Uh, speaking of that, that's a marble name. Um, and, and like, uh, how many solo events there were, we could come to a better conclusion. But that's a lot of stuff to remember. I think it would be a better marble, like one more in the top half. Um, I think it's going to be a marble that is often seen in solo events. So if you had a, if you had real full knowledge, like real knowledge on all the stuff that has ever happened in JMR, then you'd probably be able to handle that one. But um, this is a tough guess. Um, I got to lean someone good, though. I really do. Um, I'm not, I don't lean Savage Beaters because they probably have more than 69, <laughs> but I lean like a, I lean a veteran team because that's more time to build up points as opposed to someone who's only been for a couple years. So I lean a, actually Cosmo's not a bad answer because a relatively decent veteran team is Team Galactic. Um, but I lean a relatively decent veteran team. That's my logic. That's where my logic takes me. Um, so if I, if I think about that. I see a Rangers in the in the rearview mirror here. I see cat's eyes. I just don't want. I just don't want you to name the two marbles. I'm thinking. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. Dude, I gotta go like Orangin. I have to. Hmm. Okay. So Frosby, yeah. you can throw two out there if you want. Uh, my gut instantly said shock. Not hmm. a bad guess at all. I will tell you that. And then I was like, well, maybe a Momo team might have done it. So then my second would be Mimo. Hmm. Okay. Listen, I'm more I'm more confident in Shock than Mimo. Let me just tell you that. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I would say so as well. Yeah. But think, you know, I think since Frosty gets two, who we knows? should be able to put out a second one. one. Yeah, throw a second um, one. It's legit. Like throwing a sh a dart into well blindfolded. Yeah. And hoping for a bullseye. <laughs> Write that so. down. It's legit throwing a dart into a blindfolded. Write that down, Mr. Waff. Yeah. You're now you're now in uh, write that down, Mr. Waff history, Frosby. Good job. Um, oh no. 
No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Can I retire now? I mean, uh, take a break. <laughs> 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 Write that down. Write that down. Can I retire now? Uh, I'm going to wait for when this episode comes out. No, oh my no, no, gosh. No, no, no. no, write down a, at least write down a reminder to get both of those. Both of those were very good. No, I, I, won't, I won't forget. And I think I, will, I think I you just hit the record, Frosby, for the most the 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 least amount of time between write that downs. That 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 was the quickest too ever. I mean, both of those are really good. Um, I'll throw out a second team. We're looking at a good team. I'm not going to go a Rangers because I already guessed an O'Ranger, and O'Rangers are you can't have two of them. It's too many orange. Um, mellow yellow, but not. I don't know if mellow yellow. Um, who's a good veteran team? I mean, I mean, Thunderbolts are good. I mean, maybe a bad Savage Speeder, like Wizzy. So I'll go Wizzy. I'll go Wizzy and Orangey. Your turn. Fine. I asked for my, my, my so my Cosmo and uh could not uh, Cosmo and Yellup. Okay. Hey, those are all fair. The answer to this elusive question uh, that required two write it downs to get through the answer part. Um, is indeed Razzie. Whoa! <laughs> was she gonna say? So, but like, I thought no, they haven't been around long enough. That's what I thought too. I guess they. I guess there was a middle level. I was also thinking like Hazers too. Yeah, like a Hazer yeah. kind of dancing in the middle. Maybe even a Midnight Wisp. Maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. And actually, let's just see how close we were. Um, JMR Wiki. Um, let's go to Marble League. They keep, they keep track of that stuff. Yeah, they, they... Uh, yeah, I, th I think so. <laughs> or at least someone does. Marble I don't know if I don't know if they... I mean, it's got to be here somewhere. <laughs> the overall, um, just individual points. Off season, okay, no. They usually for yeah, I think for like the for the individual events, yeah. Um. Oh, they keep. Uh, they keep track of points. It... Oh wait, no, no, no. They keep track of yeah. They have it. Well, I don't know, but maybe on the official wiki, I know I've seen fan created a statistic like charts and whatnot, but like, uh, you might have to like, go to like, like, like search like Reddit. Official wiki. Um, they have it for the teams. Yeah, it might take a while to try and find the individual performances. Here we go. Oh, maybe not. Um, Look at that. They have most medals earned. They have most appearances, most points earned in individual events, and Razzie, Razzie, where are you? Has sixty nine. We said. Well, I'll be darned. We said. I said. Uh, I said. Wizzy was a possibility, and Wizzy actually has eighty two, so not far. Uh, or I said Orangin. Orangin, I think, is a little bit. No, Orangin is. Where's Orangin? Orangin in is Orangin even an Oranger? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Kinowin, Mandarin, Clementin, Tangerine. It is. Orangin is a is a <laughs> Orange. Maybe they never <laughs> have they never competed. Wait, wait has Orangin <laughs> never competed in an individual event? That'd be Possibly. funny. I don't think so. That's a great piece of trivia. Yeah. Cosmo got seventy eight, so you were pretty close. Um, okay. Mimo is not on here nice um so good guess um <laughs> it, who what else did we say we said 
Oh, or Origin is the reserve, reserve member. So, um, no shock. Um, and then what is the other one you said? Uh, Yellup. Yellup. That's a good one. Um, Yellup actually. Yellow has 100. Wow, Mellow Yellow. I did not expect wow. that. Wow. Um, wow. Yellup has only 58. So the closest was, I guess, I guess 78 with Cosmo. So you, your instinctive answer without even thinking was the closest one. Uh, Orangin has competed in individual events before, so I'm uh, there unless I just went blind for seven minutes. Uh, they have they, they, they so oh well they actually have a decent number of points like like nineteen, fifteen, uh, twenty five. Oh, this from Marble One. That's right, Mar Marble League. Marble League. Uh, they had they got fifteen and six in twenty twenty. Uh, the winter special. Uh, I got to count winter special. Uh, twenty nineteen they got uh eight, and then. Uh, 2018, they got... Oh, no, that was not an individual, so it was just 8, uh, 15, and 6. Okay, okay. I, I'm looking at this chart here, and I find it funny that on the, your channel that uh, the two marbles, after you said Razzie, I said, I bet that means the Hazers and Wisp would be close to that number as well, and they're legit the two underneath of it. <laughs> awesome. Well, nice. You do know your marbles. I gotta tell you, Frosby, you are... You are... You are knowledgeable in the world of marble racing. Um, There's no stats. That's it. <laughs> hey, the stats are really important. Uh, um, anyway, uh, next trivia. That was one question. Let's do the yeah, next it was. One. <laughs> uh, Fosby, do you have one? Uh, not really. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, that's I'm sure. I, just I do your second one and see how long that takes us. Okay. To I, I actually have. I actually have two from uh, Matthew O'Hara. So. The first one is, this is an interesting one, kind of meta. Uh, how many episodes have not had trivia? <laughs> wow. Thanks, Matthew, for knowing that. Uh, I have to so say. So the trivia know. segment started in episode 10, so the, fir so the first nine episodes do not have trivia. That's fair. And then we skipped uh, it recently, but we were pretty damn good about that for a long time. I think we skipped it twice. I would, or, wait, say, I would say 15. I would say 15 and just flat 15. It might be a couple less or a couple more, but it's not going to be anywhere far from 15. I'll say 12. Okay. Frosby? <laughs> well, I know, I know I did trivia the two times I was on before. So um, I'll say 17. Okay. Okay. The answer is... Wait, well, you see the other answer? The 16. Other one. Oh, okay. Oh, I was close. Yep, six. I, I know my, right. my own talking. Um, uh, Matthew's been a long time listener than than yeah, dang. Better they went back and relisted everything. Like, kudos Matthew, to you, man. Man, listen, That's Matthew, great. you've listened to more of my podcast than I have. Um, well, That's not an exaggeration. That is not. Um, anyway, uh, uh, but the, we do have a second question. It really became a oh. nice day outside. It was raining before, and now it's nice and sunny. So. <laughs> pointing it out well that's nice yeah can you can we can we, just take, can we appreciate that can we appreciate <laughs> appreciate the, nice the weather everybody it's still raining here and it's a shame <laughs> <laughs> like i couldn't uh, mow anyway. today oh yeah mowing i i, I like oh, yes. it's relaxing i put something podcast on or something not this one because <laughs> i do it uh all right then so we, we have question two from matthew what is the lowest overall score in the Marble Leagues 2017 through 2020, and who was that team? It's Pinkies. It's Pinkies. Or the Lions. What score? Are you combining? It's Pinkies. 
Oh, no, like, like, they wrote that as just one question. So like, who oh, wait, is the low? No. What was Did the lowest score, and who is a team? Is it oh. like lowest score in an individual season, or is it like all of it combined? Uh, it's the lowest overall score. So like the the ending score at the season of the season. Oh no no wait combined from the four years or no? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I'm guessing uh, just in a season, which team did the worst all four seasons? Looking at them, which one I, had the lowest in a single season? I, I think they meant, they meant like the lowest in a single season, like wait, overall. Let me actually look at that email because I have the email. So, right so like of, of all the marble leagues, what was the lowest score that anyone ever re- achieved, and what was that team? What was the lowest overall score in the marble League 2017 to twenty twenty, and who was that team? So I'm gonna then it would have to be Oceanics with like the zero points they got. Oceanics. One or two, I think they had on that one season. Uh, oh yeah, Oceanics. Uh, I believe is also. Oh, they fired their coach and everything. You know, yeah, good times. Good times. Good no times. Oceanics fan. What did they have like forty-eight or, or something like that? I would say Oceanics and forty-eight. Uh, I don't. I don't. Forty-eight. I don't know, man. Uh, well, I okay. You know, I'll be. I'll be general. Like Oceanics, twenty. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. Really? All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, the answer is. Quicksilver's with 58. Wow. 58. And it was oh. not in the ocean. Huh. Oh, first season? What? Uh, I think Wait, so, because that was the only Wait, season that Quicksilver competed in. I, Matthew, I don't know. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes Marble sense. League, the score was the score was lower in the first season. Uh, well, actually, that, that, that's why I think this one listed only 2017 to 2020, because like 20, in 2016, oh. the points were different. So I guess Quicksilver's got that score in 2017 or whatever year they were in. Mm, poor Quicksilvers. There's no yeah. to show up ever it again. to be a Quicksilver. And <laughs> I, th- okay, I think I got it wrong. I think I think um I'm pretty sh- wait then the then the Oceanics must have gotten like 68 or something like that. Let me actually look because I know I know it's like an eight in there somewhere. Um, I clicked on oh, I clicked on Marble Rally. Am I stupid? Um. <laughs> Quicksilver, so it, it it makes sense that the confusion would happen. They were introduced in 2017. And Oceanics, I don't think. They, oh, they had ended with that 70, so they were higher, higher than the thought. Um, yeah, and they sucked that season. Just just they got more points for stuff back then. Um, so um, anyway, that was a cool question. Um, yeah, I guess we go back if Frosby doesn't have one. That's all right that you don't have one. We're not holding you with Golden against no, you. I don't have one. Uh, yeah, don't really have one. I've been working on that stat thing that I was working on a long time ago for like the team dynasty thing, mm-hmm. uh, to find the best marble dynasty, whether it's a team or an individual marble from sand marble rally. Mm. Uh, and I've completely redone the stats for it, uh, for all the marble league teams. I just have to wait till the sand marble rally finishes for the season and then i can compile all of those and then once all that's done i was thinking i might even make like a youtube video going through all of this stuff but oh that would be exciting i think that would be extremely mm. exciting so um all right play the music let's head back to the world of normal podcast that was the trivia segment now let's head back to the show 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 the show oh I think the music has played. We are at an hour already. Somehow we have hit an hour and not even oh. covered all the topics we planned. Um, so 
I think the only way to end this one, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on RML, even though the the track they made this past week was just freaking beautiful. I, I'll, I'll I'll do a couple sentences on them. The track was beautiful. The idea to put the graffiti on the four lane area was just awesome. Um, the camera work in this video, in my opinion, was it, it's it's getting better and better every episode. It was very easy to follow. Um, the commentary was <laughs> amazing. No, I don't know. That's, I can't. I can't. I'm not going to talk about it because I did it. I'm gonna let you guys say whether you liked it or not. <laughs> But um, I, I think I did a decent job. Um, and just like just like there's so much detail and theming and passion that the guy puts into every single video and he listens to his community and he tries to improve. He doesn't stagnate that I, I really can't recommend any other channel more than RML right now um, as far as quality and passionate marble sports. So uh, please check them out if you haven't already. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm going to say for them for now because we're going to wrap up. But uh, uh, before we wrap up, I'm going to leave to Frosby. Anything you want to say about Marbula 1, get it out there. Let's hear it. Um, about the past Wow, year. it's really on the spot. On Marbula <laughs> 1? Uh, <laughs> um, Green Ducks are going to win it next season. Uh, oh. We have to win it after two back-to-back podiums without a win, right? Oh, we I have think the to. Green Ducks are extremely good racing team. Honestly, I think they're overlooked a lot, especially with the crazy cat size killing it this year. But uh-huh. they, they have a they have a level of consistency. They're always solid in the qualifier, or at least most times. And I, I mean, they're 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 kind of like you miss them sometimes because they're not always leading. But they're always high in numbers. They're always consistently up there. They're always a valid uh, competitor out there. And I think that I, I think that as they become a more veteran team, because it's only only a couple more years until we can call the Green Ducks veteran um, relative to the length of time Marble Racing is. I mean, they already have yeah. a lot more final podiums than like three fourths of the whole league so exactly they're they're a really really good team I'm... i can say that because i have dynasty numbers right here <laughs> mm. they're yeah. actually really high up they're higher than a lot of teams you'd think they'd be higher than i'd uh, be higher than them yeah they're pretty good yeah so. um but but like yeah and then like um i always like to say this i always like when we talk about the green ducks i always like to say that i called it I always like to say that. And the reason is, is the first podcast I ever did, the first one I ever did on this show, uh, which was 97 ago, by the way. That's a lot of time ago. First time I ever sat down, headphone mic by myself, full two pages of notes because I couldn't I couldn't podcast as, as good as now. Um, that episode was about how I think the Green Ducks are going to perform really well upwards of a podium in their first season. I thought I said the Green Ducks are a are uh, just from watching the qualifiers. I interpreted them as a highly competitive and solid team, and I didn't say that about the Indigo Stars, who were the other new team that year. So I called it, and the Green Ducks. Look at that! Look at freaking that! They're amazing. Yeah, say quack attack with me. <laughs> quack attack! Man. Quack attack! Quack, quack attack. attack! That's right. Listen. That's oh it. man. About it. Oh yeah, Savage Cedars. I hope they take dead last. That's they the will not thing. take. The- oh, Listen, man, you I know for sure. Oh, they won't. They won't. <laughs> but you know, I can wishful thinking. <laughs> and you would, you would want rapidly to stay on the team, considering his uh, under par performance this season. I would want to see a Savage Speeder caught in the track every single race like that. Ooh, not gonna happen, man. 
I like I that like I like was like a dream come true seeing that savage speeder caught inside of the track. Oh my god, Dark. I'm sure you rejoiced. And and listen, man, I like to hear that upset about the savage speeders, but I can't physically sit here and tell you that there's a possibility of that happening. I'm sorry. I I want to. I want to say that it's going to happen. They're just too good. Hey, if it happens, it happens, and I'll listen, be happy. If, if it happens, doesn't happen, I'll just be like, oh, same old. Listen, as long as same old, ducks, same old. Probably more probable, especially with the Green Ducks' performance um, and their continued skill building. The Green Ducks very well could beat the Savage Beaters in Marble 1 this coming season. Um, I don't know about the Crazy Cat's Eyes. I don't know where to, where, where to talk about them. I, they're going to be tough. But I could see the Green Ducks being a valid podium competitor this coming season in Marble 3 marble season three um and also a valid competitor in this year's marble league i will likely be picking the green ducks for uh both of my fantasies coming up because while the savage beaters will always be good and while the crazy cat size are ridiculous green ducks are a good team so at least you can you can you can bank on that sir yeah yeah all right okay it's time to start wrapping it up because uh we, we run it a bit long here surprisingly yeah, we are. So, um, uh, Phil Frosby, dude, it's been great having you on. Um, it's it's always, it's been great. I love having you on, and we're definitely gonna have you on again when we do the fantasy picks for Marble League. I want to hear. Oh, absolutely. Expert. Be a lot of fun. Expert advice, and uh, you can bring all those stats. And it's gonna be uh-huh. us. It's gonna be the other podcast. Let it roll all on at the same time. We're gonna all turn oh. to you and stare at you and be like, "You tell us what the inside scoop is." Um, and then purposefully, because I'm contrary, I'm gonna take all the information you give me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty much pick in that manner, but then like change like one like one team because I want to be like, let's <laughs> see if I can even outsmart the Froz Froz. Um, that's the frost well, frost. I, I don't want to see you pick the exact same things I picked because I'm probably going to get something wrong. Listen, dude, I think you're going to get at least two teams. You're going to be dead on with two teams because stats, well, probably. Are, stats are pretty important. Now, of course, being in Marvel Sports a while, I feel like I could confidently pick two to three of the, of the five teams. There are certain teams I know will do well. There are certain teams I know will not do well. Um, unless there's like some weird supernatural fluke and we're going to talk that, but the good thing is we don't have to pick until after the qualifiers. So I can view the qualifiers. I can glean information from that before I make my picks. And that's extremely helpful for me. Someone who does not crunch numbers very easily. I, I, stats are like, I get them. I understand them when you put them out there and it's really helpful, but like, I don't know always how to produce my own. So, um, both both things watching and like having that feel that gut feeling and having your uh your expert advice can be really exciting so um, with that being said frosby we're gonna wrap up this episode again thank you for coming on um, thank you for having so me on it was uh, a lot of fun and uh yeah. wow, okay, i'll be back sometime us. soon oh no because yeah. this is the flip episode i have to actually do it Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh okay all right because because you did the intro i'll do the outro roll on roll on